Hey, Smarty fans, your pal Trusty has a gift for you. A seven-day free trial of Who Smarted Plus. That's right. If you sign up for Who Smarted Plus, you'll get one week of free access to all our subscriber episodes and bonus Smarty Qs, all ad-free. Parents, educators, and Smarty Pants have been letting us know how much they love their Who Smarted Plus subscriptions. Now's your chance to see what all the excitement is about. Again, this offer is 100% free. You can cancel any time within the trial week. But I have a feeling you're going to want to stick around for all the exciting adventures and extra smarting. Sign up now right in Apple Podcasts or on whosmarted.com. Just click Join Who Smarted Plus. Thanks for smarting with us and supporting Who Smarted. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Psst. Hey, Smarty Pants, let's play a game. I'm going to name a food, and you tell me what meal you think this food goes best with. Your choices are breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Just call out whatever meal you think makes sense for the following foods. Ready? Here we go. Bacon and eggs. Spaghetti and meatballs. Tacos. Peanut butter and jelly. Pancakes. Hamburgers. Turkey and cheese sandwich. Sushi. Fettuccine Alfredo. Caesar salad. Chicken pot pie. Cereal. Grilled cheese. Cheese doodles. Huh? Okay, okay, the last one was a trick question. You shouldn't have cheese doodles for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. But they do make a great snack. But for the rest of them, chances are you had a pretty strong opinion for when you should eat them, right? Well, certainly for the obvious breakfast foods like eggs, bacon, pancakes, and cereal. Of course, you could have those for dinner, too. Pancakes! And some of the others felt more like dinner foods, right? Like spaghetti and meatballs, sushi, and fettuccine alfredo. But of course, you could also have those for lunch. And then there were the obvious lunch foods like peanut butter and jelly, turkey sandwiches, and grilled cheese. But you could have those for breakfast or dinner, too. But they just feel right at lunchtime, am I right? Yeah. But here's a question for you. Have you ever stopped to wonder why you eat lunch? Why is it called lunch in the first place? And did someone actually invent lunch? And what is the most popular lunch food of all? Meatcake! No, not meat cake, whatever that is. But it does involve meat in the shape of a cake. It's time for another whiff of science and history on... Who smarted? Who smarted? 
smart is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. But who's smarted? Okay. Imagine you're in school, or playing outside, or driving in a car, or visiting relatives. It's around the middle of the day. The sun is directly overhead, unless it's raining, and it's about four or six hours after you ate breakfast. You did eat breakfast, I hope. So, what do you notice starting to happen inside your body? What was that? Was that your stomach growling because you're hungry? That's right. If you're like most people, you start to get hungry right around then. I'm starving. Yep, me too. Which is why I love lunch. But while most of you eat lunch every single day, nom 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 nom. Do you really know what lunch is? Hmm. Well, to better understand lunch, first you need to understand the other meals of the day. Go ahead, shout them out. That's right. Breakfast and dinner. Now, while we could do an entire episode about each of those two meals, here's the quick version. Breakfast is an English word that literally means what it says. You break the fast. No, no, not fast as in moving quickly. Fast or fasting as in going a long period of time without eating anything. For most of you, that means all the time since dinner or dessert from the day before, which includes when you were asleep. After all, you probably didn't eat anything while you were sleeping, right? I dreamt I ate the world's biggest marshmallow. Hey, where's my pillow? The word breakfast was invented to signify the first bit of food you eat after you wake up. Dinner is a little trickier, but we need to explain it because dinner used to mean a lunch. Huh? Allow me to explain. Dinner used to refer to the main meal of the day, which was eaten anywhere between noon and 3 p.m. Any guesses why? Is it because A. There was no electricity. B. People went to bed very early in order to get up very early. C. People's days revolved around the sun. So which did you say, smarty pants? Well, no matter which one you picked, A, B, or C, you're right. All of those things contributed to people only having two main meals a day, breakfast and dinner. Sometimes they'd have a light meal in the evening called supper. But dinner definitely used to be lunch. What? But then, over time, as people began working nine to five, and things like light bulbs and electricity allowed a person's day to get longer, ah. the main meal moved later and later in the day until dinner became the big evening meal. Amazing. Which brings us to lunch. Once dinner became an evening thing, there was suddenly a need for some kind of food during the day to keep people going while they worked. The word lunch comes from the word luncheon, which dates back to the 1650s and once meant thick hunk, as in a thick hunk of meat. Meat cake? No, not meat cake. Back in 1755, lunch was simply as much food as one's hand can hold. And that's where the thick hunk comes in. Hey, smarty pants, take a look at your hand. How much food can you hold? A little? A lot? Well, that would be your lunch. Oh man, I wish I had bigger hands. As for lunch foods, lunch could be any kind of handheld snack you could eat during the day. It wasn't until around 1900 that lunch was regularly taking place between 12 and 2 p.m. So, 
Who gets credit for actually inventing lunch? Is it A, Samuel Luncheon, B, Abigail Snackington, or C, New York City? Hmm. Would you believe it's New York City? While no one person invented lunch, New York is credited with turning a handful of meat into the more established lunch that we know today. It may have gone something like this. Hey, Louie, let me ask you something. Do you get tired and hungry around one o'clock every day? Are you kidding, Harry? I'm up here doing construction every morning starting at 8 a.m. Bada boom, bada bing. When it hits me, oh, the afternoon slump. Me too. But I live over 40 minutes away, outside the city. There ain't enough time to get home and back to grab something to eat. Same with me, Harry. Plus, I'm 30 stories up in the air building this building. If only there was a way I could bring some food from home to work. That way I could eat in the middle of the day. Ooh, are you some kind of genius or something? That's the greatest idea since sliced bread. Okay, it didn't happen exactly like that, but New York is the reason lunch became the day's third fixed meal. As more and more jobs moved from the farms into the more populated cities, more workers were unable to return home for the main meal of the day until after work. So they needed something to get them through the day. Which brings us to something else one of the workers mentioned. Can you figure out what it was? Sliced bread. That's right. First appearing in 1930, wrapped sliced bread quickly became the go-to standard for sandwiches. Now, while people had the slicing technology for bread before then, they didn't have the wrapping technology to keep the bread fresh. But now, people could carry lunch from home, in lunchboxes, a relatively new invention, and eat a meal on the job. Lunch soon became the first meal that is regularly eaten outside of the home which meant it needed to be low-cost, relatively fast, reliably clean, and high-quality. And while lunch started out as workers eating a sandwich from home on the factory floor or on the beam of a building under construction, it soon became a business unto itself, as enterprising food sellers set up pushcarts outside places of work. Have you ever seen food trucks lined up selling all kinds of food? Yep. These carts were the early versions, selling everything from hot dogs to pizza to meatball sandwiches and meat cake. No, but those meatball sandwiches would eventually become the most popular food in America. And we'll tell you how right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at IXL, you don't have to go it alone. IXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used IXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, 
or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to Vegetarian to Keto Options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to who's smarted. So, any guesses as to what popular lunch food began as a meatball sandwich sold from a street cart? Is it A, meatball subs, B, pizza, or C, hamburgers? Got your answer? Woo, meat cake! Grandma, stop trying to make meat cake happen. Fine, C, hamburgers. That's right. Did you guess that too, Smarty Pants? In the early 1900s, a number of people were selling meatball on a roll, which was basically cooked ground beef and some bread, which factory workers would buy, and that would be their lunch. But a short-order cook named Walter Anderson flipped the script one day when he got frustrated with how long it was taking the meatballs to cook all the way through on his grill. He slammed his spatula on a meatball, flattening it. And just like that, the hamburger patty was born. Walter would go on to start his own restaurant specializing in these flattened hamburger patties. Any guesses as to the name of his now-famous burger joint? Is it A, McDonald's, B, Burger King, C, Wendy's, or D, White Castle? Got your answer? If you said White Castle, you're right. The Serendipity Center for White Castle. Come on in, day or night, Back in the 1920s, Walter Anderson founded White Castle, which sold their now-famous sliders, 
very small hamburger patties on a bun with onions and pickles. Nom, 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 nom. The success of the hamburger led to more fast food places opening up in the coming years. Notably, a little place you may have heard of called McDonald's. I'm loving it. This is also around the time when people began demanding faster, cleaner lunch options, which not only led to fast food restaurants like White Castle and McDonald's, but also coin-operated automats, also known as vending machines, that served up pre-made sandwiches and beverages at the push of a button. Can you believe this turkey sandwich cost a whole nickel? Oh, tell me about it. It's so expensive. It's also around this time in 1946, when President Harry Truman signs the National School Lunch Act. Now, all public schools in America would provide nutritionally balanced, low-cost, or free lunches to students every school day. Yay! And while the words school lunch might make you think of this... Hey, who wants some sloppy joes with mystery meat? Free lunches for kids was revolutionary. And... It helped firmly establish lunch as one of our main meals each day. Today, of course, people have dozens of lunch options to choose from. From the school cafeteria, to your homemade PB&J, to the pizzeria, fast food restaurants, all the way up to fancy restaurants, there is no shortage of variety for your midday meal. In fact, most restaurants have special lunch menus with either lunch-type foods or smaller portions of dinner foods for slightly reduced prices. And while some would argue that only certain foods should be eaten for breakfast, pretty much anything can be eaten for lunch. Meatcake! Sure, even meatcake. Whatever that is. A big shout-out to superfans Raul and Margarita from Puerto Rico. We're so glad you love listening to Who Smarted? This episode, Lunch, was written by Jason Williams and voiced by Adam Tex Davis, Gia Davis, Jason Williams, Josh Hahn, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Lunchbox Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production.